Again to the Road to Freedom podcast. I'm Patrick. And I'm Matt. And uh, today you don't get to see us, but that's uh, okay because uh, unfortunately you don't get to see Matt's pretty face, but <laughs> with mine you'd have to uh, obviously uh, alternate between the Barry White voice and the squeaky teen voice. So I'm going to have to ask my manager. <laughs> and uh, today we thought we'd put aside uh, the the non-aggression principle uh, series that we're going over and uh, talk about uh, what this podcast kind of uh, talks about uh, from libertarian principles on a, a more local level. And uh, we thought we'd uh, mostly focus on the ballot initiatives for the state of Michigan uh, that we're going to be voting on uh, Tuesday. But uh, we do want to say that um, there are libertarian people that are on the um, the races as well. Bill Galanu from the uh, governor's race. Uh, we have um, Lisa Lane Joya uh, on the attorney general. Um, if you're not subscribed to her Facebook page, uh, she's uh, real sweet, and um, uh, I would suggest uh, being friends with her. Um, the interesting thing about her is, uh, like the sheriff, you don't need to be a police officer to be a sheriff, and you don't need to be a lawyer to be attorney general, and she uh, isn't a lawyer. I think that probably speaks probably good towards the position. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we have uh, Secretary of State uh, Gregory Scott Stemfley, and unfortunately nobody in the uh, Senate race, but Stemfley, uh, he's got some awesome uh, sideburn, almost mutton chops. So Isn't Wanky going for the house again? Yes, okay. yes. I, I, and the interesting thing about that is he did run previously as a Republican, and yeah. I think he, they've just reused his signs because I've seen I've seen him on the back of the trucks, and um, his signs are pretty big. Uh, uh, yeah. I've, I've seen him on uh, running trails and over by main highways here uh, over in Kalamazoo. Yeah, he's always just parking them somewhere yeah. on the back of a truck, and then you'll go but, you know, the next day or later that night, and he drives them away, some, parks them at the greenhouse or something. Yeah. Yep. Um, so uh, those are the the races to uh, to to vote uh, libertarian if you so choose. Um, we were talking about uh, kind of how ironic it is when we go to vote that some of your rights are insanely curtailed at those spots. So we talked about like you could be wearing a vote for Republicans, for vote for Democrats, or uh, you know. Uh, uh, Candidate A, support him on a T-shirt. If you get within, was it, 100 feet, 100 yards, 100 yeah. something, uh, that's an illegal shirt. So by exercising your right to vote, it limits your freedom of speech. And then once you are at the polling spot, you can't even take a photo of your own ballot. It's illegal. Yeah, and that's weird why people say that because it's like – it's not like it's a secret ballot that right. that no one's ever seen before. You I mean, you can look up the, this isn't Survivor. The, the sample ballot, you know, a while in advance. So mm -hmm. it's like, why would why would they need to keep it so secret? Like, if you want to put out there who you voted for, then you, that's your right to do so. Well, and I mean, you have the I voted sticker. Yeah. But so what's it matter? Which weirdly enough, people don't believe you vote if you don't have the sticker. Yeah, I refuse the sticker every yeah, time. Yeah, every I didn't I didn't get a sticker last time because I think I got there so early they didn't even have them out because <laughs> I just went right after work and uh, they uh, I didn't even get one and people were like did you even vote I'm like do you vote if you don't have a sticker yeah. like it's like, it's like uh, uh, not declaring your relationship on Facebook it's yeah, not or, official or pics or it didn't happen well it's sorry I can't take a picture yeah because. You know, it's illegal. So theoretically, then let's say you're standing in line, like you know, next to your mom. Can you even legally talk about who you're going to vote for no. to your own mother, right in line? No, you 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 can talk about the facts of it, but you can't say this is why you should support it. Once you stand 100 feet away from the polling station, your yeah. rights are just yeah. taken away. Right. So it's freedom it's, of speech not here, people. Yeah. You so, get the freedom of the pencil. Yeah. So. You can wear a, a sign that says vote. That's not political, but vote for a particular person. That then becomes yeah. uh, bad speech. No, no. Tis, like, tis. I get it if it's the 
you know, the person running, standing there, like berating people as they walk in. I, I could understand that, but even still, it's all, uh, I mean, all these, um, polling stations are public buildings that, uh, that people have. Or become public, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like you can, they, theoretically though, they should be able to stand outside if they want to take time out of the day after they voted and just be like, Hey, you know, I'm, you know. Steve McQueen, I'd like you to vote for me yeah. in my car. Well, and 101 feet, completely fine. Yeah, that's fine. 100 feet. Test, I would test. if I ran for office or anything like that. I would measure it out exactly and be like one centimeter away from the line and just be like, "Hey guys, vote for me." Yeah. Make sure your lips aren't over the line. Yeah, I'd probably give it a couple feet just in case yeah. so people don't get too butt hurt. <laughs> So yes, uh, so uh, exercise your your freedom by curtailing it. So, yeah. Um, but uh, we thought we'd go over the three um, the initiatives, uh, the uh, ballot proposals um, for for this November, and um, some interesting ones. Uh, and it's kind of a, a, a multi-part one. Uh, so uh, obviously, proposal one is probably the most well known. And that's the, it's uh, the loudest legalizing the marijuana. <laughs> oh no, you can't say marijuana anymore. It's it that's that's uh, marijuana. Yeah, yeah, because because it's uh it's racist to say marijuana. Yeah, because we we've, we've taken that word from yeah. So what is the it Hispanic culture? Um, I don't know. I just say it's loud. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. Kid Cudi says. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so what you'll see on the ballot says a proposed initiated law to authorize and legalize possession use and cultivation of marijuana products by individuals who are at least 21 years of age or older and commercial sales of marijuana through state licensed realtors. Hey, there we go. That, that, that's all you need, period. Nope, that's not uh, all they a, have. A little, bit, a little bit more verbiage than I would want. Just just say that it's decriminalized and you can do what you want. And um, My question is, let's say this passes, everybody's sitting in jail for you know petty small marijuana charges gets yeah. released, right? Yeah, well, that's not the way that's happened in Colorado, which it's, is dumb. Because I mean, you're gonna you're gonna drop it to a civil infraction now. Yes, but, and, but Matt, they they broke the law, and we know that laws are and now we've changed are it. inherently moral, and so you 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 went against the state first of all. So How that, dare that's, you. that's your biggest that's your biggest thing. Um, so just giving that right off the bat. So. Uh, Man, I'll have to check to see what uh, what episode we talked about. How bad would that suck if you really think about it? Oh, just you just, you get arrested yeah. and you get well, I don't know what the mandatory minimum they give you is like you're sitting in jail for four years for a petty little uh, possession charge and then it gets decriminalized and you're still like finishing out you know the last couple years of your sentence oh, while yeah. everyone else is walking around with more weed than you had yeah and you got to finish your sentence and like every it. sentence should just be done after that like like oh it got you know november 6th it got decriminalized november 7th you're free yeah yep that's that's what should be and and the attorney general should be the one that kind of kicks that off or hopefully a new the the governor libertarian attorney general yeah uh the the governor can um can nullify those convictions and not just overturn them but uh declare your record who clean. knows maybe if we vote for her, she would do that yeah there you go. never know if you don't vote for her. <laughs> yeah yeah you have to vote for it in order to know if she'll do it yeah um so in episode four we talked about uh libertarian principles as it applies to the drug war uh libertarians have consistently been opposed to the war on drugs it's failed anything war of declared by the government has pretty much uh, been pretty a complete failed, failure yeah uh, war on poverty, war, war on the children, <laughs> or yeah. education, or uh, yeah, definitely the war on Wait, drugs. Wait, the war on poverty didn't work? We're not all rich? I well, thought no, we were. it's just because we haven't embraced our good lord and savior, Bernie Sanders, yeah. who who did a, a, a Reddit AMA today and uh, answered about 12 questions. And so, someone asked him, uh, my favorite one was, uh, uh, what's your favorite book you've read? And, of course, what does he do? He talks about a book that he's produced. Yeah. Like, come on. I mean, we know it's not economics in one lesson. Obviously. Yeah, he actually said to stop sending for people to stop sending economics books. So <laughs> we should start a PayPal or something that you know our our four listeners. No, I'm just joking. Our f- <laughs> our few listeners, hopefully more one day can uh can just you know donate money to send Bernie Sanders 
Economics for Dummies. Yeah, there you go. Every year. <laughs> um, the, the, the people that I see mostly opposed to this, other than uh, tend to be older people, but are is like the Michigan police... Uh, I don't know w- what they are. It's it's pretty much like a collection of Michigan police officers. All those dang cops. Well, you know, what what would be the biggest thing that would drive the police to not want to legalize it? I mean, you're not talking about hard barbiturates here, which are completely fine in the libertarian worldview. No, you're talking about cops coming up to vehicles that have done pretext stops, which is a stop that's designed to uh, pull somebody over that's uh, they've committed a, a traffic infraction or, or something low level or 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 um, any any type of infraction that they can then approach a vehicle mm-hmm. and continue a vest investigation so a pretext cop happens and all they have to do is say oh I smell weed yeah that's the biggest thing that you think about because I mean smelling weed gives them probable cause then and then I mean, I don't know what the numbers are, but a lot of times they're probably going to find, you know, if there's actually, if it actually smells like weed, they might find more. And, and what other drug really has that strong odor? Yeah. Well, and, and that's, that's always been the case where, you, I mean, how, how do you prove that in court? Uh, off, uh, judge, uh, jury, uh, he did not smell weed. Yes, I did. Oh, okay. Well, we're going to take the police uh, testimony over, over, you know, yeah. the, the person because, you know they're a trusted entity um yeah and then how can you even say oh it smells like you were just smoking or you know what if they you know their friend happened to be smoking right next to them yeah. i mean i so, don't know so so i can understand why they're against it and uh it's going to be funny Ho- hopefully this this will pass this portion of it um obviously the whole thing uh either has to pass or not pass um but it would take a lot out of police's uh, tool bag to search. Oh yeah, because you know you can't smell heroin, you can't smell no. meth. Um, I, I guess I, maybe you could if if uh, if the so ammonia is licking. Yeah, yeah. But um, you're not uh, you're, you're not so easily uh, um, a- able to conduct a search or have police uh, dogs uh, show up. Um, and I've I've seen where police. Uh, look at like leaves and sticks on the on the on the floor and they get oh that's shake oh that that's that's stuff that has come off after you've are done rolling when in, it when in reality it's leaves that came <laughs> off my shoe yeah yeah you know the normal dirt and dust that happens uh, for people that don't constantly clean their one car. thing in an article i read they were um the a, a strong thing against it was saying uh dry they they say that driving under the influence of marijuana uh, what does it say? Believes car crashes will most certainly increase as high drive, as high drivers take to the road. And it's like, well, where are your numbers to prove that? First of all, and I mean, it's illegal to smoke like while you're driving. It's I mean, they're still going to make it illegal to drive while you're right, high. Right. So I mean, still breaking the law there. Like, you know, you're not legalizing driving while uh, under the influence. Right. It's the same thing. Yeah, you're going to have people do it. I mean, you have people that drink and drive. But, I mean, are the numbers really going to raise that much? Where are they testing this theory at? Right. What are your numbers, you know? And how much more does alcohol affect you than Than weed? weed. I mean, you know, that... I mean, weed may slow your senses a little bit, but, I mean, you got drunk people falling asleep at the wheel... Yeah, we're not saying to to do it. Yeah. Because that's stupid and puts We're saying which one's actually more dangerous. Right, right. Um... So this proposal would allow individuals 21 and older to purchase, possess, and use marijuana and marijuana-infused edibles and grow up to 12 marijuana plants per personal consumption. 12 because, you know, it's not 13 and it's more than 11. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah. I mean, our arbitrary numbers are arbitrary. I guess you have to pick something, but... Yeah, I, that's one thing, too, is because, like, well... 10 ounces in the home as long as it's properly locked up <laughs> but you can also grow 12 plants for personal use like yeah. I, I don't I've never grown you know pot at all but how many ounces can you get off of 12 plants so that I mean I don't know it makes it sound like you gotta start blazing that up a lot yeah because it's like oh oh I'm about to go over my 10 ounce max <laughs> or leave or you're leaving it oh no that I thought that bud was still on the plant well, and and a, a law that is uh, 
that is hard to follow is not a law worth its you know salt. And so properly how, locked how do you too. Know? How do you know? Properly locked. That's all they say. They don't say how. Yeah, do I have to buy a safe yeah. for? Or I mean, does locking my front door count? Or do do people need to start buying weed safes? Maybe we should get in the weed safe business. <laughs> there you go. If this passes. Yeah. yeah. So, again, arbitrary numbers, but, okay, we're like I said, we're moving the football. Yeah. I mean, are those just the numbers like Colorado and California and all those other states chose? Is that why we're doing it? I, I think Michigan is less the, – the, the state of Michigan is less susceptible to change than Colorado was because working from a township perspective, they – are asking townships to kind of uh, allow dispensaries to come in, but every three months or so, they keep changing the rules on their end. Yeah, it's like how how can the person who wants to establish uh, by the books dispensary operate like that, and then how can townships who uh, operate in a desire to to uh, control what's going on in their township, not that you should, uh, in that in that capacity. Um, how are they able to make decisions? So a lot of people uh, have missed the deadline for uh, um, uh, maintaining a legal dispensary. And most townships that I know of have turned down, like you have to, uh, to, to give a, a positive affirmation for allowing, or you have to uh, say, no, you don't. And I, the ones that I know of um, have, have um, turned it down. Yeah. And places like Alamo, where I'm a uh, township uh, trustee now, um, you know it's it's harvestable land. Like you, we, could, lot, we yeah. could start making money off of it if if you so chose to tax it. Yeah. Um, not that I'd want to, but um, hmm. but you're missing opportunities of getting in there early. But when the state keeps changing the rules, it makes people skittish about. Well, if we allow it today, we can't not allow it in the next three months when the state might do something that we get scared of or or don't want yeah uh, so they just end up turning it down well that seems to be almost the, the plan of of the state uh the next part portion for it create a state licensing system for marijuana businesses and allow municipalities to ban or restrict them so you can grow it you can have it but definitely don't sell it and depending on where you live, uh, they can regulate uh, even banning it again. So, just the banning the sell it, yeah, right? Right. Okay. So you, you can have it, you can grow it, but definitely don't sell it. Like, why not? You know, and all the rules that are tacked on to it. Like, um, you can't own a firearm as a as a uh, means of protection at your dispensary. Which is so dumb because they're not—they're still law-abiding citizens. Like you're not breaking the law having a legal dispensary, right? And that whole adage of you know when the police are minutes away, you know the you're yeah. you're, you're you're screwed out of those seconds. Your weed just got stolen. Your so, entire harvest. Yeah. So you can't I, do anything you know, about it. I, I I try making my case for for legalization within the township, and uh, uh, someone was saying, well, you know, it will bring in. Uh, thieves and stuff like that to, to come in and, and just raid the place. Well, okay, allow them to have firearms. Allow them to, you know, have insurance. Allow them to, 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 to you know, um, to utilize means of protection. Nope, not, not possible for them. Like, And will it really bring in thieves when now, especially if we legalize marijuana now, that now you can grow 12 plants of your own? Yeah. You don't need to go steal theirs. Yeah. You grow your own plants. Well, and you know, alcohol. Well, why? Why is that allowed to to? You can protect your alcohol store with whatever means of protection yeah, you want. Yeah, liquor stores got a shotgun underneath the sure. table. Yeah, but dispensaries, nah. Right. I mean, I wonder if those laws would change if it becomes legalized. Because I think the only maybe, maybe the only normalized, thing, yeah, yeah, because maybe the only thing they're doing now is since it's. It's legal to have like a medical dispensary or whatever for medical use. Maybe once it's legal for everyone across the board, 21 and older, they would get rid of those laws because it's just a dumb law because now weed is entirely legal. I don't know. 
It yeah. doesn't make sense to Maybe me. Maybe it'll change, but it seems like, again, there was a compromise of what people are allowed to do and then what businesses are allowed to do, which it seems like businesses are just people. Yeah. They're made up of people. Um, and, uh, and it seems like if you want to curtail the amount of people who have, um, who are possessing their own personal stuff, you would want a centralized area where people can go and buy. Yeah. You'd want it well protected. You'd, you know, want it made known that, hey, if you come here with bad intentions, then, you know, you're going to, you're going to meet similar fate of anybody who, you know, it, meet like, similar yeah, force, yeah, you know, and it doesn't always have to be a leading to death thing. No. Um, because that's not what we see in Colorado or Washington or all these other places. Uh, California until Obama came in and and uh, really harped on uh, yeah. dispensaries, um, and it'll be interesting to see what the feds do because it is still federally mandated a Schedule One drug, which means that it has no municipal uh, 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 medical purposes. Yeah. Uh, uh, so we know that's not the case. No. Uh, there are already studies being done, have been done. I mean, um, I saw a video the other day. Don't know how true it was. Again, internet, but. I mean, that's not. They're not saying that's what cured, but the guy. But he stopped. He had cancer. Stopped doing chemo and just started blazing it up. And all of a sudden, he doesn't have cancer anymore. Or something, or went into remission. Probably affects your appetite too. Yeah. <laughs> um, next part of it: permit retail sales of marijuana and edibles. Subject: That should be a period. But instead, it's 10% excise tax dedicated to implementation costs, clinical trials, schools, roads, municipalities where marijuana businesses are located. So essentially, the place that you set up shop is going to steal 10% of your On top of the 6% profit. sales tax already. Yeah, yep. So 16% tax on... Almost a quarter of your taxes. And that's not just uh, normal business tax. I like how they, 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 they don't really say exactly where it's going. They just say it's going to go to yeah. the municipality. It's like between roads, schools, and the community oh so pretty much you you know you have no idea where it's going right i mean i mean i mean they're taxing you already which is just theft but they can't even just decide like hey we're gonna give it to roads and schools or we're gonna give it it's just eh, it'll go it's just going to the community that you're in you have no idea where it's going after that uh and then the good part of uh change several current violations from crimes to civil infractions again it shouldn't even be civil infractions but at least it's not misdemeanor. However, uh, like we saw with the homeless issue, yeah. uh, changing it from a, uh, a crime to a civil infraction lowers the burden of proof on the state so that yeah. they only have to do you know preponderance of an evidence rather than beyond a reasonable doubt. Um, and then people are less likely to, to have a jury trial because of it, and so you can't have jury nullification that way. Um so this this is a mixed bag. It, yeah. it's, it, yes, it's good on the individual. Again, still, like, uh, you know, twenty one versus eighteen. D don't know why that's the case, other than uh, this is still, I think, a uh, 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 an attempt to to get probably the best version of a legalization proposal out there yeah. by saying, oh, it's like alcohol, and we'll kind of regulate it like alcohol, um, but. 12 plants who cares uh, 10 ounces whatever that means um, and then um, you have businesses that are taxed on top of it yeah are we trying to be like Colorado that has seen a boom in industry from it or are we trying to penalize people from starting up because they already have to pay a business tax they can't get loans they can't open bank accounts like I, I checked yeah. with uh, Lake Michigan Credit Union and uh, I always feel like I'm having to apologize and say, like, I'm I'm a straight straight edge as they come. You know, I, I've never I've never uh, smoked weed. I, I've, I've mostly walked through the aftermath of it. That's yeah. probably the most that I've ever done or are willing to do for non-medical purposes. Uh, but uh, asking them, like, how how do you how do you have your money in a dispensary? Because if you can't open a bank account for it, then you're sitting on cash. Yeah, and which is again you now. And, yeah, weed's fine uh, to to not be to not be safeguarded, but the cash is 
and now you can't and you can't have a gun inside of yours right. to protect it and you know now you got to invest in a nice fireproof safe just in case because all your all the profit you're making and everything like that is just pure cash yeah so yeah. if you're uh marty berg from ozark yeah weed business is the way to go yeah the the interesting thing that people don't realize is here's where you nick all the uh, gang wars here's how you stop the cartels not only from this the other ones would be cocaine and heroin and oh yeah you know uh, uh, uh meth is more of a white people drug so that's not really carded <laughs> it's in. the redneck drug but uh but if you want to stop gang wars for the most part but if you want to start stop the cartels, the best thing that the cartels have going for them is the illegality of drugs, yeah. because it, it it creates a black market. It rises up. We saw it with prohibition, and everyone everyone yeah. forgets about prohibition, but then everyone brings up prohibition during this. But there's no there's no thinking about what the uh, what the past taught us, and. We view, I, the I, mob I, think, I think most people view prohibition as like, oh, that antiquated prohibition. Oh, yeah. I remember Elliot Ness and his, you know, untouchables. And yeah, it makes for a good movie. But at the same time, it's Al Capone that they went after for the violence and, you know, machine guns and all that stuff. That yeah, was the, because of the war against alcohol. The, the mob would have never gotten such a stronghold of power, too, if it weren't for that, because they were able to just make so much money mm-hmm. when they made it illegal yeah and then right now we just we're, we've kept weed illegal for so long that you're just allowing more and more criminals to make more and more money off of it where it's i mean at least regular everyday citizens could make some money off of it granted the government's going to make plenty of money off of it because they're taxing you 16 percent i mean yeah. i mean on top of thieving, your business on top yeah, of your on business. top of your business stuff. So I mean, you're you're giving away quite a bit, but I yeah, don't know, really I, I don't know how filing taxes for the IRS is like or anything like that. So I mean, it seemed to work for Colorado. Colorado seems to be doing okay. I don't yeah. I don't know enough about their proposals that they voted I don't know on, either. or or it seemed like Colorado was more uh, inviting of changing the system yeah that was established obviously not decriminalizing which one this one does does not mention whatsoever about what what about the people who are currently in jail yeah um, i know i mean yeah the the states that have legalized it are not going you know up in flames right now yeah i mean california legalized and they still suck but i mean come on you, you want to remove probably 60 percent of your prison population or yeah, your think jail about how population? many people that would be an interesting number to know is how many people are locked up for, you know, whatever ounces, what, 10, 10 ounces of weed they might have had on them. I mean, that's a lot of weed. Yeah. I mean, you're probably still going to have arrests because of marijuana because someone will be driving with it. But yeah. how do you how do you buy it at a dispensary and then get it to your house? Like, I wonder if they're – yeah, that's it, another question I'd like to answer because uh, do I have to carry a receipt around with me? Yeah. But what if I had to run other errands and the cop sees, like, oh, well, yeah, you had your receipt, but – you live 20 minutes away, but you had. Now I got to run home, lock it up in my weed safe. Yeah, is it uh, like I don't, transporting a, a firearm if you don't have a CCW. Is yeah, you have to have it locked and the the marijuana and the papers separate from each yeah, other. Yeah, the papers are or the pipe, whatever paraphernalia. Yeah, they're they're in the the cabin of your car, and the weed is in the trunk. And probably see a lot more gas stations with pipes. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean I already see it. Then maybe they just remove the for ta- tobacco use only. Yeah, they don't have to lie anymore. Yeah, yeah. We all know. Yeah, we all know. <laughs> we all know the hydroponic store is it not it's many people. Not many people it's are tomatoes. doing hydroponics in their house in the winter to grow that kind of stuff. Actually, I do have a friend though that does that for um, little sprouts, not you know like the little veggies and stuff like that. Sure, sure. They're quite tasty. And now you can infuse it with weed. Or, yeah. well, if this passes. Yeah, he lives in Georgia, so oh. he's kind of screwed. <laughs> Does Georgia even have laws? Probably against weed. Yeah, probably. That's it. <laughs> uh, proposal 2. Um, proposal 2 and 3 seem to... Uh, Vague. Be, I, I don't know. Like, it, They seem like 
a quick reading, okay, good idea, but then you kind of think about it a little bit more. So proposal two, proposed constitutional amendment, so changing the Michigan Constitution, mm -hmm. to establish a commission of citizens with exclusive authority to adapt district boundaries for the Michigan Senate, Michigan House of uh, represent, Representatives, representations, there we go, and the U.S. Congress every 10 years. Proposed constitutional uh, amendment would create a commission of 13 registered voters randomly selected by the Secretary of State for each from the self-identified as affiliated with two major political parties and five who self-identified as unaffiliated with uh, major political parties. So instead of this is the what gerrymandering, yep. right? uh, redistricting uh, uh, every 10 years, and it seems to, to uh, benefit the people in power at the time. But at the same time, so you, you, you draw lines based on, you know, uh, uh, voting population. So blue gets so many, red gets so many. But isn't that just having representation, good representation of what actually people in a certain geographic area consist of? Yeah. Like, uh, b borders aren't straight up and down lines, no. right? Unless you live in New York, your roads are, you know, not crisscrossing. Curved. Yeah. And Dead. so... I, I, I don't I yes it, it's it seems odd that we just allow uh, redrawing of districts based on whoever in power but maybe we just set it down for once and then don't pick it back up again yeah that's why I always wonder is like why are we always redrawing this why can't we just here's you know district seven here's district one and that's the way it's gonna stay forever yeah I mean like if if you have um, if you have people who are um, going out of an area like Detroit. Detroit would be a, a good example of well, you're going to lose representatives because you're no longer a million person city. Yeah. Okay. Yes. There, there, there might be times like that, like a uh, uh, older population die off or, or move out to Florida, and um, and therefore no one's in that district anymore. Yeah, Detroit. Your entire population moved to the suburbs. Yeah, but but you could always write the law that says if a population of you know, uh, negative sixty percent leave an area, then yeah. you redraw the district lines. Something like that. But here, you're giving the um, Secretary of State enormous power to then uh, again who already has uh, too much power. Yeah, allow allow uh, four people and from the R's and D's, and then five people who just supposedly don't vote Random. for anybody else. I guess, or uh, they could. The, the funny part is, like, the secretary – I mean, I'm guessing this. these are for people who have, like, checked off the little box saying, I'm a Republican, I'm a Democrat, I'm a something else. Yeah. So, I mean, you're probably going to – the other problem with that is the other five people from the other, you know, the non-two R's and D's that – I mean, what if – you? they just never filled in that blank and they – lean super right super left like you you don't know and now i mean it's kind of a tainted uh board or whatever yeah. it's gonna be and i mean you have nine people and they're trying to say oh well you know we have five who are self-identified as unaffiliated but i mean pe people lie believe it or not people lie <gasps> no. yeah and you still have every t 10 years you still have those people uh changing it yeah, and then it says somewhere too that they can't be, uh, they can't be office holders, candidates, their employees, certain relatives, and lobbyists from serving on, as commissioners. Yeah, so like, how many people are you gonna quote unquote randomly go through anyway that yeah. has no affiliation to anything whatsoever? Yeah. Um, establishing new redistricting criteria, including geographically compact and contiguous districts of equal population reflecting Michigan's diverse population communities of interest this shall not provide disappropriate disproportionate advantage to political parties or candidates but again you're you're isn't the the best use of redistricting to provide the most accurate representation of that area and so if you have to draw a line chijod like yeah okay I could see the, the abuse from it. So uh, Republicans find, you know, 60% uh, um, of their their constituents on the, the west side and Democrats find 40% on the other side. Democrats can redraw in such a way that it e evens it out and, and equalizes the amount of representation. Yeah. 
but okay but you can still make a claim like they're they're not going to do it to to offset their own interest they're doing it to, to say hey people in the east region we want to represent you and so they draw the lines that way mm-hmm. or vice versa so i i don't i don't understand the the complexity added to this that that offsets it like it, it's it's seems to be a good idea but when you kind of drill down into it you don't quite get i i don't think you'll get the desired outcome that no. you'll see i think it was just like someone was sitting around a table how can we make this better and then it was like the first one thrown out like yeah yeah we're good go with yeah and the interesting about this proposal too is that um like uh, arnold schwarzenegger and Alyssa milano are for it and there's actually a couple millionaires in texas who are uh democratic uh, uh opponent or uh supporters that are giving millions of dollars to michigan for this hmm. well if if one party seems to be supporting it this much, I did read a thing that said arguments for and against, and it was saying a lot of the people, was it for this, was are a little more democratic leading or leaning. Yeah, so you you could have them make the point that um, they're they're wanting the best representation that's fair for all people, um, but uh, or you could be see that they're wanting a way to take more power somehow yeah uh, maybe every 10 years they just have been in the losing field and so yeah. um they're changing it this way and then also it would require appropriation of funds for commission operations and commissioner compensation so um <laughs> uh pay these people a ton of money to not be influenced by money although yeah. Are these new people that are going to be deciding the redistricting and everything, are they now going to be paid individuals too? Yeah. Yeah, that's what the so last part chosen says. randomly, and they'll be paid. I don't – I mean – Yeah, no, I, randomly think, selected by the Secretary of State, but in, in what capacity? Yeah, and then uh, and then honestly, if you, if you really want it, why can't they um, – why can't they make it just – you know, you're not getting paid. It's It's just – you're doing this for the good of the yeah exactly. people. I don't know. I just I, I don't think that should be a paid position in my eyes. Well, you can't have slaves. That's true. So. Yeah, that's that's right. Because then they're chosen. I mean, you should be able to refuse it. Then if you're you're chosen, you're like, yeah, I don't want to do it. And you just yeah, unfortunately, Secretary of State actually has to do some work <laughs> and just keep choosing until. Yeah. Well, maybe it should be a volunteer thing. Like, hey, you have to. I mean, people can still lie, but you can write on a make them sign a piece of paper that says, "Yes, I am a Democrat. I'm going to be one of the ones chosen for this. I'm a Republican. I'm one of this. I'm a party that's not tied to them." And then they just sign up to do it. Yeah, or you know, get. get uh, we get all the, know politics. The, the minor parties to get in there and yeah, we and, all know politics is pretty corrupt usually anyway. So I what? mean, so what? Well, I mean, you're not going to fix the corruptness by the Secretary of State randomly choosing these people but they've completely renovated their the, the the means by which they uh get you in to help with your vehicle stuff the only good thing the secretary of state <laughs> has ever done is allowed me to get in line on my phone from the comfort of my own home which disenfranchises the poor they get everybody's got phones now <laughs> including the poor really oh man. everybody uh and then proposal three uh again Right off the bat, seems to be a decent idea, but you kind of scratch your head a little bit. So, Proposal 3, a proposal to authorize automatic and election day voter registration, no reason absentee voting, and straight ticket voting, and add current legal requirements for military and overseas voting, and post-election audits to the Michigan Constitution. Again, changing the Michigan Constitution. Proposal Constitution Amendment would allow the United States citizen who is qualified to vote in Michigan to become automatically registered to vote when applying for, updating, or renewing a driver's license or state-issued personal identification card, unless the person declines. Um, automatically. So, m- maybe a good idea, but if, if you have to r- rely on an automatic system, uh, 
again, I'm I'm one of those people that don't that doesn't believe that everyone should vote. Well, yeah, and the only thing this is doing it'll automatically register you to vote, but that's just you're you'll yeah you'll get more registered voters right but i mean those are the people that are already just going to be automatically one are not going to be the people that that normally go out and vote i mean you may get a few that are like oh i was automatically oh i am a registered voter i'll go vote but most of the time if you sign someone up automatically you know they're not going to know where their polling station and is they're probably not going to pay attention they're not the people that pay attention they're probably not the people that ever vote yeah but well, you, and you, so you'll see even less turnouts now. You'll see lower turnouts because you'll have the, almost the entire population uh, yeah. of the state uh, as a registered voter. But you won't. I mean, unless a lot of them decline. Uh, but you but you will get you'll see so low turnout still. I, I wonder if this is just a back end way to get more people for jury duty. Maybe. <laughs> Speaking of which, I mean. I'm still waiting to get on a good jury duty. I, I got two summons in my life, but they were both when I was in the military. And I, I sent a letter back saying, I will come serve jury duty if you pay for my plane ticket. <laughs> and you get my commander to let me go. There you go. But they always said, no, you're fine. Well, and I don't understand why you can't go volunteer for it. I hey, know. I, I'm, I'm a third shift person. Uh, I'm I'm interested in the process. Uh, I want, I, I, you know... Uh, voir dire me for a, a bunch of them and uh, choose me for the for the best juries. Yeah, that, I would that, like that you want me to. Um, I would like to be on jury you, duty more. You, you have people there that come with uh, excuses. I'm coming with you to say, hey, yeah, you got so many me, people looking me. for ways to get out of jury duty, and you've probably got a, a you know a few. You got some people out there that would volunteer, whether they volunteer to get like. You know, get out of work for a week or something like that. Or I mean, you could be on a super interesting case that, you know, is really cool. Yeah. Or engage in jury nullification. Yeah. That you probably don't want to tell anybody about. <laughs> um. So, you know, I, I see the the big push, and it seems to be mostly on a, a Democrat uh, channels or a. Um, or through young people about trying to get people to to sign up to vote and it's like a, a big a big deal when they get people to vote but if if it requires a random person to walk up to another person and say hey have you registered to vote no here sign the piece of paper uh, i mean do you honestly want people like that voting or the people that say i don't care who you vote for uh just get out there and vote well, what if all those people you sign up for vote against whatever you want? Oh, well, the process works. No, yeah. don't you want people who aren't, you know, like just you've signed up 30 homeless people and uh, they, they had no intention of voting, but you drag them out there and they just check the first box that they want to so that they can get their sandwich, even though that'd be illegal. <laughs> um, but did, 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 are you honestly saying that you would rather have just everybody in the entire world in the entire country vote just to say oh we did it we 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 went over the 34 percent we got 100 percent turnout yeah i mean which is impossible because of really young people but yeah let, let's say you had you know uh 85 turnout you know is is that going to make for a better nation yeah or, or that, would it make more uh voters out there that didn't do their time to actually find out what they're voting about yeah that's what i feel like it would do i I feel like most of the time it's i want to be on the winning team i i voted for someone who won which is insane like why why is that the i've succeeded if this person wins the election like it, it it's only a win for you if the person who you voted for represents your ideas yeah that's why i don't really quite uh uh, play up on the politics of oh you're representing the people in your district like yeah okay th- that's true like in theory but you have ideals coming in uh, granted uh, the R's and the D's tend to uh, switch depending on uh, who they're talking to um, but for the libertarian point of view hey here's my ideology here's here's the, the, the points of view that I think are important here's what I would like to accomplish 
you're you're voting for that person and, and that platform. Mm-hmm. If you go back and say, "Hey, I don't like you uh, uh, allowing for um, people who were convicted of weed to to get out of prison," well, but you voted for them to go in there with their I- ideology, and so, I mean, do do they have to really listen to you? Well, no, they're, they're in there until you uh, you know you kick them out, which is another process, or yeah. you you have to you're you're forced to wait another four, six, or two, depending on your areas years yeah and i mean they should say too you're not representing the people in your district or wherever you're representing the majority in your district or whatever you're you represent you because i mean you're not you're a, not a republicans not going to be representing the democratic people yeah. in that area no and well, i mean let's say like for for instance we not many libertarians in part in um in um like holding seats and everything like that in in Michigan so like you know we're not actually being represented right yeah we don't have a representative that's libertarian right now yes i would like a free nation state where there isn't government so where's 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 the place that i can go to yeah where can i go to yeah um also part of this uh proposal 3 simultaneously register vote with proof of residency and obtain a ballot during the two week period prior to an election up to and including election day. Okay, again, uh, you know, hey, making it more easy to vote. But at the same time, if you are waiting until the two weeks prior or the to the election or the, or the day of. Yeah, day of to. Are, are you really that informed of a person that people would want you to decide? I mean, yeah. assu- assuming that your vote actually matters, which it probably doesn't yeah. uh, because of redistricting. <laughs> Because of gerrymandering, um, like my vote, I, 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 our vote probably won't matter. No, uh, ours is more of a protest vote. Yep. Um, but down with do the you, government. Do you really want? Yeah. Is there is there voting for uh, anarchy? Yeah, can I vote? Like no one on all of those, and you if could. if no one, if you know the the spot that says remove person wins, can we just remove that person and no one sits in that seat? <laughs> yeah, like You're somehow like- we just go super libertarian, and the governor wins no one, and so it's like, hey, guess what? We don't have a governor. Oh darn! Yeah, l- l- look at all the terribleness that would probably happen as a result. Um, <laughs> obtain an absent uh, absent voter ballot ballot without providing reason which you know okay I'll, I'll get behind that one like if if you're just out of the state why do I have to tell you government uh, to yeah, approve why? my my yeah. my ballot why does the government have to control if I like I'm gonna be out of the state well, why are you gonna be out of the state don't worry about it I'm gonna be out of the state <laughs> yeah. and I want an absentee ballot yeah why are you using your PTO because uh, yeah. I want to yeah because I'm fine. using PTO I it's have fine. paid time off and I'm using it yeah but why don't worry about it uh, cast a straight ticket vote for all candidates of a particular political party when voting in a partisan general election. How lazy do you have to be to say, oh, I'm not voting because I can't check or uh, fill in one circle on the Scantron rather than going down and actually voting for, for you know, the, the party of your choice? Yeah, and because, I mean, do you really want that? Because let's say, again, with, with libertarians... Um you know, we don't have someone running in every single spot available. So right. what What if I happen to do my research and, and, you know, I say, oh, well, you know, there's no libertarian. But instead of not voting for someone in that area, I want to vote for the one that would most match what I believe in. Yeah. And then and doing the one party ballot would just take away that ability, too. Yeah. Well, and you see people like Gary Johnson, who's in... Uh, New Mexico, I believe, right? Yeah. Uh, running for Senate, who's actually getting screwed over by straight ticket voting because mm-hmm. it forces people to uh, uh, only vote for a yeah, party. Yeah, and like so, you could have you could have a Republican that wants to vote Republican for or Democrat, you know, not to leave them out, wants to vote their party for everything else, but they really want Gary Johnson as a, a as a senator, and yeah. that would be the one vote they would that would go outside of their party and. If you do the single party, you you don't you don't allow that. It's it's taking away even more of your rights at the polling station. Well, and and this isn't saying like you have to do a straight ticket. Yeah, voting. that's true. But you, people would. 
You know, a lot of people would just be, oh, I only got to fill in one bubble. Yeah. I, I, again, it's it's yes, it probably is not going to stop people from. Oh, I'm I'm in the blue wave. I'm in the red wave. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, it's probably not going to stop that, but it seems like this is this is something that we want to add to the constitution that we we care about yeah enough to, no. to go in and, and start changing and stuff around and a lot of these things just you're a lazy voter yeah you're already going to the polling station take time to fill in 12 bubbles yeah. I, I really want to go back to like poll tax like you have to own property yeah <laughs> you you have to take a test and you know if you don't meet those requirements yeah guess what you don't have to say what goes on with my tax money that yeah. you steal from from my property yeah and and plus I, I don't know. I, I think people should have to take the time to to fill in the blank and just be like, who am I going to actually vote for? Because maybe it would actually get them, you know, the people that are actually going to the polling stations and care, it would get them to do their research. What I would love to see, remove remove party affiliation from, from yeah. every line and say, okay, you go in without your slip of paper and uh, because we're already curtailing your freedom of speech and yeah. expression, uh, go in and, and try and pick out those candidates. And I, I was reading um, a, uh, a, a, not Vox, but, um, uh, oh, uh, Gavin McGinnis uh, started up. Uh, uh, they, they're the ones that did the North Korea visit with Dennis Rodman. Vice. Yeah, Vice. Vice. Uh, someone was complaining about uh, how hard it was for them to vote, and they were like a Florida registered citizen wanting to vote in Tennessee and and failed to do so. Uh, but I mean, right there, that that should tell you, hey, guess what, Florida, you can't vote in Tennessee. Yeah, you. Good job. You're a registered voter in Florida. You yeah. should have become a registered voter in Tennessee. But he he was saying that uh, he was uh, excited to vote in something more than local local politics but local politics is where you have the most control over things mm -hmm. and that's what people fail to understand that's why uh uh th these the november elections like this and the president one get so much more turnout because there's this false understanding that the feds have this great control over people uh, yeah. Over the country, which is true, but it's only there because people have bought into that idea of like, well, we have a top-down system that you know the feds uh, tell the states what to do, which is the case now. But the, the states were the one that imbued the feds with the power, and it can remove it and take it away per piecemeal uh, anytime it wants. Yeah, and that's why I mean people are crazy that we get such a big turnout for presidential elections, but local elections are the ones who affect. I mean, you're voting for your community, right? You're for your state, for your you know air, county. They, and that's what affects you the most. Right. The decisions made at a local level, all the way up to the state, are the ones that are going to affect you the most. Like, yeah, the presidential election obviously is going to affect something, but is it really affecting you as a person that much right now? Like, I honestly, I don't feel personally too affected by the the who the president is i haven't felt personally affected really in a long time no you don't have trump derangement syndrome no no the, the only time the, i was orange, honestly orange hitler man yeah he, he isn't uh coming for your uh for your uh your kush that you have the the only time i really was felt affected by who the president was at the time was when i was in the military because <laughs> your top boss yeah. is the president at right. that time yeah, and you know, you you have the Libertarian Party like like Lisa for the Attorney General, who talk about how we need to get the Department of Education out of uh, out of um, um, operation within the state of Michigan, which you can do from from that level. You can tell the feds, nope, I'm not taking your blood money. Yeah, to, that's to that's all it is. That's to, the only reason the feds have such a strong foothold is because yeah. they're like, we'll give you money yeah. if you do it our way. <laughs> we stole money from your people so that we can combine it with other money from other people we stole it from then to then give it hand to it out again if, if you enact our policies. Yeah, It, it happens for our roads. Our, our roads are, uh, are the biggest one, which is funny because uh, sitting in uh, with the road commission uh, uh, earlier this month, they talk about, hey, we'd like to do all this stuff, but you know, lack of funds from the state but where the state get it the state gets it 
mostly from the feds for enacting whatever it is, and it doesn't have to be infrastructure related. It could be things like uh, ed- education needs. So you 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 know enact uh, no child left behind, and you'll get thirty billion dollars for roads. Well, if you're the governor, you turn that down. That's going to be used against you in the next oh, election yeah. cycle. You're not going to become. You're not going to do another uh, term. <laughs> another term, even though you can only do two. Yeah. But you know th- that doesn't seem that that hasn't seemed to stop uh, uh, Snyder. Like nope. he he enacted. There were like four or six proposals when when he had his kind of his first term, and it was something like emergency managers was one. Uh, it was uh, having um, the power companies invest in green technology and. All those got voted down, or a good majority of them did, mm-hmm. and then they just get reenacted by the legislator. Well, how how is that uh, the case? He should know that. Hey, I've I've only got two terms in here. I'm on my second one. Uh, maybe it's it's I, I should actually uh, um, be concerned about what what people want because I'm not in here for the long run too. Yeah. So. Obviously, that's not term limits. Doesn't seem to be doing much. The reason I like term limits is because it doesn't get people uh, acclimated to the system. I think uh, there's a really good uh, uh, Facebook video series called The Swamp. Thomas Massey's involved yeah, in it and stuff like that. One. Really, really good. Um, but it seems like the new people, especially when Tea Party came in, or when you had people that were uh, freshman senators and representatives from even democratic areas who were you were voting against the incumbents they came in and they were asking questions I, I, and I don't remember the guy's name but he's talking about he's talking to um, uh, a person from the DAA about uh, if if the drugs for marijuana are the exact same thing as heroin and she wouldn't answer him I'm like Dude, you're a Democrat. You, you can't be ans- asking those questions. Yeah. Uh, but watch watch the swamp because it, it shows you just how bad the Swampy. system is. I mean, it, it, well, yeah, it does like, need to be raised term, to the ground. Term limits could, if especially nice short ones, could get rid of the old saying of like, well, that's just how it goes. Yeah, but the, the thing about, uh, that I, I, I challenge anybody who's about term limits on that. Okay, term limits, good. Uh who, who's who's the last like five senators you voted for and if they're the same person you're the problem yeah Ter- term limits is going to stop you from doing it but people can enact their own term limits what should happen every single time is anytime that there's the i next to the person for incumbent mm-hmm. just vote for a different person even if the, so if you're democrat vote for the green people um I think it's uh, is it Sweden, where they have like six political parties, and n- no one's able to get a good majority. So things kind of stall and slow, and yeah. pe- people have to work more closely together. So the rhetoric isn't there to say, ah, oh, the Republicans are terrible or whatever their version of, or the Democrats yeah. are evil because of this. They they all have to work like there's the Pirate Party over there, oh, I know. I which love is that. great, which is great, and it it forces the the political party to to minimize their impact Mm -hmm. because you can't go full rhetoric on it and you have to kind of bring it back in to reflect uh, a a more toned down you know agreed upon uh uh legislation that is enacted so we have the left right oh that that means it's only that democrat and republican but but hey, you know, if enacting a few green people in there, even though they're quite crazy, yeah, or the Constitution Party or the Taxpayer I, Party. Yeah, I looked at that, and there's quite a on the sample ballot. There's quite a few names that you know you say green, independent, U.S. taxpayers, yeah. libertarian, you know, Republican, Democrat. If we could just get all of them, like have a nice majority of of um, you know, just someone from every party. Yeah. Making like, up, and and people claim to want bipartisanship, but then are rooting for their team when uh, when they go against the the other team. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, because that's our team. We're we're tribal, and yeah, you know that's the, why it's so Reds. it's so ridiculous to have just a, the two party system because right. it's it's just it creates these polar opposites. It creates you versus me, 
kind of that whole mentality of like where if you had six to choose from, you might be like, well, or maybe, that's where the true bipartisanship. Maybe comes I like in. the pirate party better. Yeah, and maybe we can interject some freedom in, into this, and it's not just abortions for everybody, abortions yeah. for nobody, and then let's talk about that incessantly. Yeah, because it's just it's just ex- Republican Democrat, exact opposites yeah. of both, and then of every issue. From from a top down perspective, if if you want to believe in that terrible idea, then you you don't have a president who you can call literally a Hitler and uh, give your guns over to him and he could do bad things, or you don't have a Supreme Court that is oh well this one's more conservative oh this one's more uh, liberal. Uh, you have a better understanding of how your constitution is read because then you have a more moderate system that says you know here's here's not just uh words words evolve over time and so we're just going to read the constitution how we want to but then we're going to say oh well the founders never intended for this to happen yeah when it's the other side going against it and then you don't have you know the people who who's who never want to change it uh you you have to make uh, certain changes because it reflects what the what the community population has has uh, voted into office, mm-hmm. and the the extremes aren't there. They're, they're yeah. not going to swing wildly left or right, and it's that seems to be what happens is you know oh you have Clinton and then you have Bush and then you have uh, Obama and then you have Bush again or you know uh, vice versa, um, Bush Clinton Bush yeah. Um, you know, so it just seems to be this teeter-totter effect where then you don't have the the far outreaches of of um, the 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 far left pretending to be moderate, the far right pretending to be moderate. You will you will have a lot more balance because you have a lot more choices, and you can always offset people by um, voting them. You know, the pirate party has more people by. One person, and yeah, so, um, and then it's way easier to sway people too because you're maybe that one pirate party person is like, you know what, you know, I think the people I represent and myself, you know, maybe side with with this party on that one better, yeah. so they might jump their vote over there, and then just gives it's just it's just a much. I think we'd have a better working system and more compromises actually. Well, and on on issues, and Sweden has. About 10 million people. Yeah. 10 million is way different than, you know, 350 million. Mm-hmm. So that's why you would want, you know, you want California to be California and be, you know, weird and bizarre. But then Northern California doesn't want to be weird or bizarre. So, yeah, it, it's know. funny because a, a place like Sweden has 10 million people. You would expect to maybe, they you'd expect that place to be the, the two party place. Right. Yeah. Because there's not that many people. Right. But you'd expect a place with 350 million people. To be the place that has, you know, a majority of six parties, maybe, and and probably tons more parties, but uh, you know, you would be represented more. Uh, there'd be more parties represented, but no, we've just all fallen into two. And luckily, libertarian is starting to gain a little ground here. A little bit, yeah. That maybe, maybe you know, down the road, it can switch to a three, and maybe it can just steamroll from there and keep going. Right. Or, at the very least, put a stop to all of it. Yeah. Especially on the federal level. Yeah, just get rid of it. You know, yeah, that's a better idea. Instead of waiting, you know, two centuries for it to get to a six-party system, let's just get rid of the system. At, at least at least from that top-down mentality. Go back, read a history book, realize that the states are the ones that incorporated the, the federal government and um, – Realize that they can take that power. Yeah, the power back is still there. Want. I mean, the simple, the simple county sheriff being able to kick out the FBI yeah. uh, from their county. I mean, that that's or, a county. Or, or in some places, the the coroner, the coroner being able to arrest the sheriff. Yep, that's in uh, <laughs> Manitowoc County, right there. Yeah, sometime may need to happen, but um, but uh, I, I, I guess uh, that's it for for this episode because. Uh, um, we only have the three proposals and uh, only a few uh, libertarian candidates that you should check out their platforms online. Um, like I said, they're they're starting to pick up steam. Um, Michigan, I think, is probably going to be a hard-fought area, but at the same time, um, I'm seeing a lot more 
uh, meetups and um, I think more interest in in libertarians. Like I see, I see uh, even more national people like Ben Shapiro or um, Stephen Crowder kind of trying to identify more with libertarianism yeah. or some form of it. Where like Stephen Crowder, I I don't honestly believe that you're quite a libertarian. I think you still no. have. If he's a libertarian, he's still a, a pretty right-leaning libertarian. Yeah, which, which is it's fine. Or a libertarian-leaning Republican. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's totally fine. But I think right now, because there are so extreme positions, you're Trump or you're a communist. Yeah. Uh, a socialist. <laughs> um, you're the, the 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 extremes obviously get the most amount of coverage. TV time. Yeah. So we we have this kind of thinking process, but uh, Nixon and uh, Reagan had had the the people come out and be you know the the silent majority. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you still have that, and we see that because you know thirty four percent of the population votes. Where's the rest of them? Yeah, they don't care. It's it's not important, and it truly isn't important. Um, if 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 it's handled on an individualistic level, you can. You know, build the roads. You can have a police force, a fire department. You can uh, enact these voluntary systems that you do every other day. Hey, I want to go to Walmart and exchange uh, fiat money for for water. Hey, guess what I can do? I can do exactly that. And yep. it's done voluntarily. Walmart can't hold a gun to my head and say, buy my water. Nope. You know, they can't go come in and, and, and threaten, threaten me because I can just... Go I can away. start purifying my own water because <laughs> in Michigan we're allowed. We've been granted the 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 permission to collect our own water. Yeah, yeah. So you can buy Matt's water. There you go. Matt's water. It's God's water. All of it's God's water. Yep. All right. Well, uh, that's it for this episode. And uh, get out and vote or don't. Uh, if you're it's uninformed, totally please, you. please don't. Um, <laughs> uh, and... Just remember to uh, not commit violence or uh, the threat of violence against people because that's a violation of non-aggression principle. We'll come back uh, sometime next week and uh, see if the non-aggression principle still stands. And uh, we'll uh, um, hopefully uh, still be uh, non-violent people at the end. So as always, uh, live free, live radically, and live free. And legalize it. <laughs>